Welcome back to everyone. I am Jenny Stanley, founder and managing director of Appetite Creative. And welcome to the Global Packaging, Connected Packaging Summit um, of 2022. As the global leaders in this space, we are seeing more and more brands, packaging companies and agencies are asking us to support them with connected packaging needs. The connected packaging market is currently predicted to be globally worth around 32 billion US dollars by 2027. We know that there are various legislations also pushing to connected packaging. We know therefore that digital products, smart packaging, connected packaging is only going to get bigger. So I'm really proud of this fantastic lineup that we have over yesterday and today. Whereas today we're focusing on sustainability, we're going to be looking at how connected packaging and sustainability can work together hand in hand. And we'll be looking at over the rest of this morning, lots of different ways in which sustainability and connected packaging are brought together. Quick few things um, around this session. It is a live session. You have two ways of being able to ask our expert panelists today questions. You have the ability to write to us in the chat, which you should be able to see below, but also there is a QA section where you can ask your questions there as well. And we will try and get through your questions through the session. Um, and if not, then our panelists will answer you um, afterwards. But our intention will be to get through all of them while we are live. So we have, as I said, a very fantastic uh, lineup today. Um, this morning, I am joined by three fantastic professionals, um, all from different places of the globe. Again, a very nice uh, multinational uh, panel for us. Um, we're going to be looking at changing the conversation, digital packaging and its benefits post-COVID. Now, we've heard quite a lot of different ways in which packaging can be used, but I'm really excited to introduce to you this morning, Matt Ward, who is Print and Digital uh, Director at Transcend Packaging. Big welcome to you. We also have Chloe Morel, who is our Marketing Manager at Tetra Pak from France. A big welcome to you. And also we have Gabor Vass, who is the CEO at Ghost Straw Limited. A fantastic welcome to all three of you. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Really great to have you here. Um, as you know, um, if you've watched any of the other sessions or uh, if you've been part of a webinar uh, with me before, one of the first things I like to do is get to know my panelists a little bit better. And I ask for an interesting fact that not many people know about you. And Matt, I'm coming to you first, even though you're looking to the sky to think of your interesting facts. <laughs> okay, well, well, according to you, uh, Jenny, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an expert. You've just said, what a great introduction. I'm an expert and a, and a consummate professional, so thank you for that. Um, interesting fact about me, um, I'm a third dam, third dam black belt in karate um, and instructor. There you go. Quite scary then, so I yeah. won't tell any more jokes. Yeah. What's what you're saying? What's what you're saying? <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Chloe, what about yourself? Hi, Jenny. Uh, thanks for, for having me this morning. Uh, interesting fact about me is that um, I sing. I do take uh, singing lessons. So it's more softer than Matt's uh, interesting fact, but maybe we can do something together, singing and karate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm very happy if you'd like to sing your answers to the questions today. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great, great, great information there. I love these questions. Gabor, what have you got for us? Are you going to sing? 
but it's difficult to beat any singing and karate. So uh, what I can uh, what I can add uh, probably to this panel that in my life I've been to uh, most of my life I've been uh, living all around the world, uh, seven different countries, three different continents. So collected experience from the Middle East, from Africa, from Far East, and now being back here in uh, in in Europe. And maybe the uh, the funny thing about uh, our company is we are actually customers of Transcend from Matt. <laughs> ah! I'm not sure about that being the interesting fact, Gabor, but good good for getting it in there. <laughs> no, really interesting. But what I think that is, is a real big highlight of the panel that we've got as well. Um, you know, we've got a, a, a panel where we're bringing together UK, um, France, but also massive uh, insights from, from other countries, three different continents, seven different countries, pretty, pretty big up there. So it's a, a, a big... Um, a big set of views and I think connected packaging is is really kind of moving forward across global so across all different regions um, and all different places. Um, Matt I'm going to come to you first, have you seen any change in um, usage, what is the change in perspective post-Covid? Um, yeah post-Covid post um, it's it really it's changed a huge amount because I think through the pandemic, um, lots of brands really, really had to, you know, because people weren't going into traditional shops, they weren't, they weren't having those touch points. Lots of brands had to really scrap um, and find lots of ways of connecting um, with their consumers. So, so actually, we know that online stuff went through the roof and that's all good. But actually, you know, not everybody now shops online. Um, I think there's, there's a middle ground and I think connected packaging certainly digital packaging that, that you know that, that we produce allows um, brands to really increase the brand equity increase interaction with um, their consumers so I think post pandemic it's become even more of a, of a thing you know prior to the pandemic perhaps there was a bit of complacency post pandemic it's really important that brands get that touch point with wherever they can and use online and offline together to do that. Do you see the same? Is it? Is it? Do you feel uh, moving quite quickly post COVID? Yeah, I think that prior to COVID, uh, connected packaging was uh, a main interest for serialization uh, on the industrial part, and on the consumer part, it was a bit. The QR code was a bit old-fashioned. We didn't really see the value, but since two years, a lot of things has evolved. Uh, it started with COVID. But now we see also that uh, consumers are being uh, more familiar with QR codes, that the legislation is evolving a lot. So it uh, brings a lot of pressure on packaging and we have to give some messages also to consumers through the QR code. Uh, the technology has developed a lot. So I think that today is also uh, easier to provide better content at reasonable price points. And last but not least, we are seeing since a few months uh, production uh, disruption. And I think that uh, the shortage and inflation is uh, disturbing the, the decision process uh, at the moment. So we need to ease uh, that decision process and QR code is, uh, is an added value uh, in this way. So a lot of things has changed in the last two years and it's, uh, and it's getting uh, even more uh, visible today. Mm, definitely, definitely so much, so much has changed. Gawor, you were 
Middle East based now now back in Europe. What's what's your perspective? How are things changing um, across the regions and post post COVID? Um, we were looking at how COVID has uh, changed our life, and we are seeing uh, uh, what concerns packaging a lot of aspects. Uh, number one was the uh, plastic is getting under pressure, and there is more and more uh, need. Uh, to look into how much greener we can get, how much more we can look into uh, the planet, how what sustainable initiatives we can do. Consumers want to know about that. So information is, is key here and what uh, more green packaging we can do there. Uh, what concerns more the digital packaging is uh, COVID resulted in massive supply chain disruptions as Chloe already said. So uh, the, the BBC uh, or we have seen uh, <clears throat> grocery shortages, stockouts, and, and that is uh, um, an important lesson to the suppliers as well. Connected packaging uh, can not only work towards the consumers, we have made both in the Middle East and here in Europe as well initiatives to link back uh, connected packaging uh, to the internet, to the industrial internet of things as well, backward integration and actually together with the uh, a Middle East and Sw Middle East Swiss joint venture uh, with Obeycan. We are doing uh, backward integration uh, of all the big data we are collecting from the connected packs back into the whole resource planning and the supply chain uh, planning as well. The uh, uh, other big uh, impact has been the touchless, the uh, popularization of the touchless information. Consumers are collecting a lot of information touchless. Uh, we never thought before that in a restaurant we will be uh, making an order with a QR code scan on the table. You can't even order food proper and any other way anymore. So uh, it is forcing people to use the QR code. And what uh, uh, Chloe and I have been discussing that before, most likely, or what we are expecting is that besides the QR codes and the dropping costs of, uh, of technology, we will see RFID as well, radio frequency identifications will become an important part of the connected packaging too. Definitely. I think um, there has been a lot of different shifts, um, but also in mindset. Um, and I think that affects both the, the brands of the packaging companies, but then like you say, the consumers as well, you know, walking into a restaurant and not being given a menu and being told the QR codes on the table. <laughs> the first time you're like, eh? what do you mean? But then after that, you almost kind of feel um, a little bit like you're missing out if there isn't some QR code or some sort of digital experience. And I think that consumer change in mindset makes it makes a big difference as well um that's a lot about 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 qr codes which you know obviously is massively increased that's what we're talking about but what about um rfid gabor um you know what about nfc rfid do you see much changing in 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 that in that field in that area the the cost of rfid is rapidly dropping it, it used to be $100, then $10, then $1, and now $0.10. Cents. Uh, very soon, we are going to see um, part of the printing costs uh, that we are simply printing RFID on the packaging. And the big advantage of RFID, in contrast uh, with QR code, QR code uh, is, uh, is an uh, active, uh, we, we call it the active identifier. So uh, somebody needs to go there um, with, the, with the phone, find the QR code, read it, uh, 
and then uh, uh, get onto a, a landing page uh, on, a, on a website or whichever way. Uh, RFID is a much, much more passive, just as if you have your RFID receiver uh, activated, it will automatically pick up the, uh, the information. So, uh, so passively, you can co collect a huge amount of data. That's why we see RFID is becoming uh, uh, um, important in a similar way as we have changed the method of payment from 20 years ago, giving our, uh, our credit card uh, uh, for, for payment. Now we are just, just tapping our phone and, uh, and your RFID on your phone is making all the payments necessary. This is very soon going to come into the consumer uh, world as well, both for information gathering when you are just with your phone tapping a packaging and it's bringing, uh, reading you all the information from the, from the product that is being packed or even up to a checkout point where you are no longer going to have to scan, uh, unpack your, the, uh, the content of your basket. You just walk through uh, with, with all your groceries through a RFID gate. Instantly, you will uh, have 100, 200 of your shopped items scanned, backward integration into the whole supply chain, what has been consumed for shop replenishment and supply chain replenishment. Uh, all that information can be made available uh, to the to the to all the players in the supply chain. And that is where uh, we are expecting uh, that uh, a lot of stockout situation will, uh, will be avoided. That is hurting us now. Yeah, so much, so much change. I mean, you just made me think of something there. Um, you know, I remember when um, you could pay with a credit card and they'd get this machine out and it would put that kind of carbon thing and then it'd go, shh, shh, shh. do you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's, that, that is something I remember happening and being like, oh, okay. It takes a while for that to process. Now we literally just tap the phone um, and, and walk out. So huge, huge changes there. Um, Matt, Chloe, anything you want to talk about in terms of RFID, NFC? Do you see any big movements there? Chloe, uh, it's not, that, that's outside of the, the sort of work that I'm specifically doing, but Chloe, do you have anything to say on that? We are also looking at RFID and NFC. We are looking at all the technology that will connect the packaging, but uh, mostly the, the whole value chain. Uh, at Tetra Pak, we are um, operating the full value chain from processing to packaging. And we are also looking at post-consumption, um, so recycling stream, and we really want to connect the full value chain. So. QR code might not be the answer for all the, those purposes. Uh, so I think that RFID, NFC, QR code, data matrix code, every technology that we have to connect the pack today is uh, of interest. Yeah. Bring the value. Yeah, and each one, we, we talked a lot about NFC yesterday, and you know, each one has got its own uh, pros and cons. You know, if you're, if you're, looking for a particular uh, longevity then in, in clothing, for example, then, you know, the NFC tag can do a lot of different things. So each one is its own uh, bridge to that communication and to that uh, customer experience, um, for sure. Just working out what um, is the right way to involve which, which brands. Matt, obviously, um, NFC or RFID is not your area of expertise. It's more digital printing. So what about digital printing and, and, and offering uh, new changes and what's happening there in terms of opportunities? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's really, th thanks for acknowledging that, that uh, you know, I'm all about digital. I always talk about digital. Um, I think, you know, it's really exciting. And, you know, post-pandemic, as, as you were saying, 
the, what, what we've been able to do is to take digital technology into the packaging sphere um, and really allow brands to really connect. So it's not just about the QR code, that's, that's like an added benefit, but, but actually with digital, because you can vary, you know, you can do variable data imagery, there's no origination, um, you know, there's some really exciting stuff you can do. But the benefit, I think, again, coming back to sustainability, is you can print only what you need. So there's lower wastage, it's carbon neutral process. And actually businesses are really, really in my experience, whereas in the past they've, they've sort of talked the talk, yeah, we want to be sustainable. Actually, now they're walking the walk. They really do want to be, and they're accepting the uh, the differences in price. The, the you know the benefits of being a little bit more um, sort of eco friendly. So so it's it's really sort of taking taking hold. And I think digital, because of all of its eco credentials and because of all the exciting stuff you can do, um, it is starting to take take hold now. And you know, I always talk about changing the conversation because it's, you know, what we need to consider is that it's not just another print process for packaging, because if you think of digital like that, you're missing a massive trick and, and actually you don't get the benefits of it. So it's all about understanding the benefits, the applications of it. How can it help um, a brand um, be close to its consumers? That, that's fundamentally what digital allows you to do, allows you to really bridge that gap. And with connected packaging, QR codes and stuff, um, you can add another dimension to it because it becomes really, really kind of engaging for the consumer. Mm. It builds brand equity and it builds loyalty and, and allows you to, you know, sell more products, which which is the aim. Yeah, no, definitely. So there's kind of two two in one there. So digital printing and then the fact that digital printing also allows you to do um, quick changes, QR codes or, or even unique codes, right? Yeah, yeah. On, on every on every pack, you know, you that's what I mean. You use the benefits of digital, and it, it expands everything else. No, absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, we haven't talked much about sustainability yet. Um, you know, what's 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 happening with sustainability, Chloe? I know that you have uh, Trizzy. Um, tell us a little bit about Trizzy, um, and we can talk more more about that once you explain to everyone what Trizzy is and who it is. Yeah, sure. So when we talk about sustainability and changing the conversation, there is uh, one topic that is uh, really important for us at TetraPak is uh, recycling. How can we secure the recycling of our packaging that are put on the market? And today we see that there is uh, a first step that we need to tackle is uh, consumer education on recycling. Is the packaging recyclable? How can I recycle it? Where to? Uh, what is it? Uh, becoming after recycling process. And we saw that uh, there is a lot of um, misunderstanding, uh, misconceived facts about recycling, especially on beverage cartons. So we we developed with a French uh, startup called Trizy, uh, an app, which is a chatbot actually. So you can, you can find the chatbot uh, on the QR code on pack. And by scanning the QR code, you can access uh, this um, assistant and it's uh, represented by a, a really cute panda. So <laughs> the, the, also the, the app is really um, welcoming. And then you can ask some questions. Uh, how can I recycle my uh, beverage carton? What is the composition of the beverage carton? Um, what are the new products that uh, it can become after recycling? 
and uh, we are testing it at the moment on the French market, but we really see attraction on this solution because it, it helps um, give the message to the consumer, changing the conversation in a way that we will simplify the message on recycling. Because today there is uh, a lot of complexity also around this topic. It's not always easy to understand what is uh, behind recycling, recycling, recyclable, recycled. So this is really the aim that we had at Tetra Pak to develop this app with, uh, with Trivi to bring the message, but also to gather the data of what do the consumer know today, what they need to, um, what, what it, well, we should improve to educate better the consumer on recycling. So um, yeah, uh, I can send you the, the, the QR code. I can send the link also uh, to uh, all the people attending uh, today so that they can try. Um, but it's a, it's a really great uh, app. We are really, uh, really happy with that. Yeah, do send, send the QR code because this session is recorded, all the sessions today are recorded, and so they'll be sent out. So if you send me the QR code, I can send the QR code round with the recording uh, okay. to everybody so they can get that next week and try out Trizzy for themselves. Maybe, can I can I share my screen real quick so that yeah, I can sure. show you the... Okay, let's do this. Um... Okay. Can you see it? It's coming. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Maybe put okay. it in presentation mode. Yes. It's coming. Should be okay. Okay. So you can you can actually scan the QR code that uh, appears on screen. So you can try it at home with uh, your own cell phone, but. Basically, you, you will um, open this app where you have six different topics. Um, how to recycle, what is the composition of the beverage carton, um, what is the recycling process, uh, false ideas that we, we are answering. And we put uh, a conversation uh, behind this chatbot with uh, interactive content like videos, like um, infographics. And uh, the idea is really that uh, consumers will have fun discovering more about recycling and become unbeatable on the on the topic. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Thank you. So here we got the, get involved with the digital assistant chatbot. We will send out the QR so that everybody can um, get involved. Um, we've, we've also got a question in from the audience. It's a totally interactive session as well, by the way. So you do feel free just to drop your um, questions in, in the chat or in the QA. This question's from Carl. Um, who do you think are the main drivers for this forward movement in packaging? Is it brand client-led or do you think that the print and packaging suppliers will encompass the technology in their added value pitch to their blue chip clients? Okay, so can I pick that one up? It's a really, really good question. I think, I think ultimately, um, the the main driver in this is is going to be clients and the, and actually their consumers. You know everything comes from from the end user. I think ultimately, um, I think as print providers, you know we're a print service provider uh, amongst other things. Um, we have to move with the times. We have to include it in our pitches. We have to add value. We have to you know we have to look beyond what we've always done. Because, you know, as we know, we do what we've always done. We'll, we'll, we'll always have what we've always had. So you have to really, really, I think, I think in answer to the question, 
it will be absolutely the pressure will come from consumers and ultimately our client businesses um, but actually i believe that we should be proactive as an industry and really start pushing that out there and not be afraid lots of printers you know are, are say we're offline and they're afraid of online but actually they, they're working perfect hand in hand they work in collaboration you get best best bang for your buck if you do that does that, that answer the question I think it does. That's yeah. definitely from the print perspective. Chloe, it from is. the packaging perspective. <laughs> now, I completely agree with Matt. I think that we all have a part to do in uh, in this process. So we are the packaging um, supplier. We can provide solution linked to our packaging. So as I mentioned in Trizy, we are also talking about the packaging composition. We want to be really transparent on what it is now, what it will become. So um, we are also um, integrating the, the different uh, adaptation that we will have on packaging, like uh, tethered caps, like um, uh, fossil plastic reduction, CO2 emission reduction, thanks to the packaging. So we can provide a part, but then we also need the brand uh, to um, deploy it and we need the consumer to be interested in. So mm -hmm. I think this is something that is, um, is to be built. We are starting now. We have a lot of things to do, but we all have to work and in hand, as uh, Matt mentioned. Yeah, well, um, over over to you. What, what do you feel? Where's the pressure coming from? Who needs to drive it? Well, um, ultimately, it needs to be a project between the uh, the packaging provider, the the brand owner, and the retailers, or the the route to market as well. But I think. Um, us as printing and packaging companies, we have an opportunity and the responsibility as well is to develop and provide the platforms uh, where uh, different brands can join in 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 this in this process. So that's where we are also focused on to create this platform, uh, developing uh, ways that brands can join in. Yeah, absolutely, and I think from from our perspective is the the technology. Uh, provider so we create the experiences we do the design and 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 the, the the creation of the experience that sits behind the qr code if we know that the situation is there is a lack of education then we have to support to be able to bring that to either the the, the clients the customers the printing packaging company whoever that is so that we can actually close that gap and i think you know as as gabor was saying you know being able to have a platform that makes it easy um therefore kind of removes a lot of those different types of questions or, or, or barriers. And I think with a lot of things moving and, and, and Chloe, you mentioned legislation. So there's a, a lot of changes in legislation in terms of where um, information needs to be, what type of information needs to be available. Um, then this is also a way to be able to help solve, solve those problems for your customers, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I think we, we don't know everything about what legislation will um, impose in the coming years we the, it's changing all the time we have uh, now in europe the supd so a single single use plastic directive uh, we also have a law in france that is loi AGEC, which is uh, about uh, circularity and it's uh, changing uh, a lot of uh, things in, in the industry on food industry but also other uh, industry and focusing uh, a lot on packaging. Uh, it's about uh, plastic reduction, it's about recycling, it's about uh, consumer transparency. Uh, so today we, we are really working to um, 
provide solution that we that will pass the way for our customers to uh, yeah um, move uh, with the, this uh, legislation coming, especially when it comes to consumer uh, transparency and messages uh, on everything that is changing. The the packaging is the the best way to to push some messages to the consumer at the very consumption moment. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to um, what is inside your your packaging, your product? Uh, why my packaging is changing? Why this cap is set up now? Um, what is the commitment that my uh, my brand is doing in terms of uh, CO two emi uh, emission reduction? All of these messages can be passed through the QR code at the moment of the consumption, and I, we think that it's our role to ease uh, that message and also to help gather the, the data that will come back, analyze that, and ease the decision-making with our customers. Def definitely, you know, being able to have that conversation, but then understand, you know, that the, the data and the preferences that that audience have. Gabor, you have some, some comments around that. Yeah, uh, some comments on that. Uh, Chloe mentioned SQPD, the single-use plastic directives that uh, became in Europe, the, the regulation, that's where regulators, legislators come in place as well. Uh, so we have seen, for example, in our case, we are paper straw providers. Uh, plastic straws have been prohibited in Europe last year, and our colleagues in India are now seeing a similar legislation is uh, being put in. So Gostro India is super busy uh, bringing uh, Gostro paper straws to the Indian market now. Uh, legislation governments are playing a very important role as well. Uh, still, uh, the, uh, what I mentioned before, the platform and the information, us as packaging and printing companies, we are sitting on so big opportunities and information on what, we, what can be shared. And with the connected packaging, with digitization, that is so easily done. Matt, are you seeing any changes for legislation? Is that affecting or, or, or opening opportunities? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, as you know, Gavor said, it's our wealth as as a customer of Transcend. Um, I think I think it's huge. You know, there is there is huge opportunity. Uh, there's no question about that. And and I agree that we've got to we've really got to be uh, we've got to take the take the lead on this stuff. But you know, if if anything, what we're what we're finding as businesses, as we see these changes coming in, these directives coming in, um, you know, what we have to do is not be uh, beaten down by them we have to react and we have to go find the opportunity you know mm -hmm. so one of the things that transcend you know that's in our dna is innovation so you know if there's a problem we we, we don't see it as a problem we see it as an opportunity genuinely so if we need to develop a new material develop new coatings you know remove plastic wherever we possibly can that that's what we do um so so i think I try to see it more as opportunity rather than oh no, not another, not another legislation. You know, how can we be successful by reacting to these to these things? One of, one of the things that Chloe mentioned there was um, tethered caps in terms of legislation. Um, I think that's um, an opportunity as well, like you're saying, uh, Matt. Chloe, what do you think about the the, the tethered caps and and what's Tetra Pak and Connected Packaging um, doing about that? Well, what I think about tethered caps, I think it's a good thing. I think we, we need it. We need to uh, be able to secure uh, how the, the pack 
um, is recycled after the consumption. So tethering the cap, attaching the cap is a way to uh, recycle the packaging and the cap together and reduce uh, littering in nature. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good thing. Now, um, not everybody is aware of uh, this SUPD. Not everybody is aware of the fact that you need to tether the cap prior to put it in the bin to be recycled. Mm -hmm. So I think there is a huge need of education of uh, explaining why we are doing it and also what it's changing in the way that you use your packaging for example you might have to screw the cap but then with the tethered um, uh, cap you will have to flip it so the usage is changing uh, and if you don't explain why you're doing it how you're doing it and what is the, the value that you bring ultimately to your consumer you might face some um, difficulty in, in the, the acceptance, you know, so I think that we have this opportunity, uh, Matt and Gabor mentioned that challenges can be turned into opportunities thanks to Connected Pack, and I think that Tethered Gap is one of them. We need to um, use the Connected Pack to provide maybe some videos, maybe some um, quizzes, games, explanation, intuitive and, and fun um, content so that consumers will understand and they will accept uh, the modification. And I think that uh, we are working with, with a very great agency. Uh, the name is uh, Appetite Creative. Uh, to I'm glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> to develop some very good content uh, that we will be able to provide also to our customers that are moving to Cap this year and next year. Yeah, yeah, I think it's that opportunity to have to educate, to give much more information because on, on, on labels and on packaging, we already know there's so many things that have to be included for legislation, by the exactly. law, by the rules. We kind of run out of space. Um, and I think that's the element that digital gives us. There's no, there's no limit on the amount of space um, that you can have, videos, etc. Um, you know, I think that's the, the, the beauty that digital offers to us. Matt, it looks like you want to jump in there. No, no, I'm, no, I'm just listening. I'm nodding in agreement. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. I, I do, I do agree though. I think you know the the opportunity legislation. One one point to make. You know, when we produce, we do a lot of hot coffee cups. Um, you know, hot hot drinks cups we manufacture, and for anything that's going into the EU now. There has to be certain if there's any plastic in it it has to have certain graphics put on it and you're right it's like where where are we going to put this it's completely yeah. compromising the the graphic the creativity because there's this huge thing that has to be sort of put on the pack um which is fine and i get that you know information and consumer education is key um, but, it, you know, that, that's probably one of the things when you think about labels, as you say, you have to put so much on. I think connected packaging really can help um, with the sheer amount of stuff you have to do to be compliant. So I, I think it's something that's going to grow and grow. I really do. Come on, your, your company is Go Straw. So, you know, we've, we've, we've got to hear from you in the sustainability. Tell us more. Uh, we, are, we are very much into sustainability. That's all about our company, uh, sustainability uh, in uh, uh, coming in with, uh, with a product that is replacing what is, I don't want to uh, talk bad about plastic, but these days uh, plastic is not seen as the uh, environmentally the, uh, 
the best thing. So uh, we are all about uh, bringing a green alternative uh, to the uh, to the markets. Uh, but at the same time, uh, for us, the physical product is is not the end. Making uh, the digitization and and making it greener, uh, the whole packaging uh, atmosphere, uh, the packaging um, ecosystem is is equally interesting, and that's where we are right now developing goes through digitization. And what I've mentioned in the very beginning uh, that uh, with connected packaging, uh, the the forward integration. Uh, is an important element involving consumers, educating consumers more, making them more part of the recycling systems, and making them understand a little bit better why our uh, or the current uh, green solutions are really green, what it's happening on the nature. But same way, uh, we must not forget about the backward integration as well. Whereas the consumer digitization around the world, it's very much uh, advanced compared to what the industries have done. So we are looking a lot into backward integration as well. You would be surprised when you compare the consumer world, how digitized and how advanced we are compared to the industrial part. And uh, Chloe and matters uh, where we are in the in the uh, packaging manufacturing uh, before goes with SIG Combi Block and. Uh, and there we look into our own processes and uh, we look at home how digitized we are as consumers and then at the at the office how little digitized we are huge opportunities there and connected packaging can bring back a lot of information to the to the manufacturers as well to the factories to the uh, to the whole raw material supply chains as well making it more efficient removing uh, wasted energy wasted uh, any, any kind of waste, wasted capacities, wasted raw materials from the system, that as well, reducing carbon footprint and making the whole supply chain a lot more efficient. So that's where we are focused a lot now to connect the digitized consumer with the digitized industry. Yeah, I think we, what you say there, you know, being able to manage costs, being able to track loss um, as well in, in terms of materials and production, I think that's also you know really important digitization is is across everything it's also a, a, it's a cheaper way to market as well isn't it i mean if you compare connected packaging with tv um you, <laughs> you know you you're looking at on average around two minutes engagement time um with connected packaging a two minute tv ad costs an awful lot of money let's put it that way um firstly to produce and then secondly of course to get the airtime. Um, whereas, you know, connected packaging allows you to have two minutes of interaction, sometimes even more, um, and, and not have to have that cost. And, you know, the thing that I think our last panelist talked about, Rachel, is that also the, the product is in consumers' homes for a long time. So people can rescan it. So it's, it's, it's definitely more economically uh, viable in, as, as well as being um, sustainable you know, not having to print lots of uh, lots of information, lots of flyers, being able to have videos and things there as well. So I think there's lots of different ways there. Um, it's really around what um, what the packaging companies want to offer, how brands want to offer that that engagement, rather than rather than how I think. But obviously, there are um, things that are still are, are still barriers, are still challenges um, that are that are still stopping. Um, brands or 100% of brands doing this right now. Um, Chloe, what do you see um, in terms of um, 
connected packaging going forward? What are the kind of barriers? What are the challenges that you see from, from clients? I think that the main challenge that we have today, like really today, is that um, there is so many things happening. Uh, we mentioned legislation, we mentioned production disruption, inflation, uh, consumers uh, being a bit confused between the value that the product will bring and the value that it will cost to, uh, like the, the, the value for money. So I think that we need to present Connected Pack as a support for all these goals. How can you secure the supply chain? You can bring value in uh, the production and the logistics by connecting the packaging. We mentioned RFID, we mentioned NFC. There is a lot of technology to, to connect at this level. We can also bring value uh, to the consumer explaining uh, why they should still uh, go for this brand because they have commitments in environmental, social um, aspects. Um, and we can also uh, help through the connected pack the brands to know what exactly they should say because they can connect this data, they can see what is the, the needs expressed by the consumer. And I think that last but not least, we, we can provide the value on the post-consumption um, aspect. So securing the fact that our packaging will be uh, collected and sorted and transformed in the best way. And this is a really uh, important uh, step, let's say, to secure this because of the legislation, because of the consumer demand. So all the changes that we are uh, seeing now we need to transform this we already mentioned that we need to transform this into an opportunity thanks to connected pack but we shouldn't come with connected pack as a as something that is separate from just uh, supporting their needs and this is a change that we are facing now changing the conversation also with our customers to provide the value of connected pack in this really disturbed uh, environment so a lot around kind of education I mean, it's education, but it's also adaptation. Mm -hmm. uh, we shouldn't come with, uh, like even 3D, we, we are really proud of what we made with 3D, but we shouldn't come with saying, oh, look, we have this very uh, nice app, uh, it's chatbot, um, recycling, uh, go for it. We should see what is the need of the customer. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have a need on... Uh, educating your consumers to uh, the fact that your packaging is recycled. Do you want to secure the fact that your packaging will be recycled? Okay, let's try with uh, consumer's education, thanks to Prezi, and then we can work also with the industry, maybe on digital printing to be sure that uh, the pack will effectively be sorted um, in the recycling stream. So I think yeah, we, we should really focus on what is the need and how it can answer this need uh, with connected pack. So ma matching the, the, the objectives really with what type of, of, of experience or solution makes sense. Exactly. Matt, 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 what do you think? Um, you're seeing it from a different point of view. Uh, in terms of the future, uh, you know. Well, the, the challenges, more the challenges, you know, where, why isn't it that 100% of your clients are, are doing things with connected packaging? I think I think the challenge is, you know, as with anything, when you've got something that's perceived as new, um, you know, changing changing the conversation is actually really difficult, isn't it? Um, it takes time 
Um, and I think, I think ultimately, you know, we've been through a pandemic, businesses have been put under a lot of pressure. And yes, they, they appreciate that they've got to work harder and they've got to make their packaging work hard for them. But, you know, it, it's got to catch on, if that makes sense. It's yeah, got sure. to, we've got to see results from it, you know, which there are clear, tangible results. Um, as, as we do with digital, you know, with digital packaging, we have to really build the case studies. We have to build, you know, take all that success data and keep pushing it, keep pushing it. And, and I think, I think future-wise, you know, that the challenge is education, not, not so much consumer education. I think that that's, that's badly needed, um, you know, because there is a lot of confusion out there around recyclability, compostability, all of these things. Um, and, and quite honestly, people don't really get it yet. They, mm. they, you know, you could say to someone, oh, it's recyclable. And I think, great, it's, it's eco-friendly. Well, well, no, it doesn't mean it's eco-friendly. Um, and, and I think from a connected packaging perspective, I think it's education. You've got to educate brands and, and really, you know, keep, keep, uh, keep it going, keep the conversation going. Yeah, that makes mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of good sense in terms of being able to talk to their, to their end consumers, but also the brands and make sure that the conversation does happen. Uh, Gabor, what, what, what do you think? What's your views? Again, a different point, point of view, perspective. Changing the conversation and a different perspective is we, we are uh, closely uh, following up uh, the 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 trends on how the uh, the reality the uh, uh, the virtual reality and how augmented reality are going to uh, to find its way in the future. We can very easily imagine a, a future where. Uh, uh, people are walking around with uh, well, not normal glasses, but with, with Google glasses, with a little bit uh, or, or Apple glasses. Uh, so what what you will see will be slightly different from the from the real world around. Back uh, uh, many decades ago, when when I became uh, involved with packaging, we were dreaming that the side of a milk carton will incorporate a, a television screen, when you, where you can see how these uh, milk was cultivated or on a juice carton, you will see an orange orchard uh, live. Uh, this technology is slowly becoming a reality where with an augmented reality, at the moment it's uh, available with your phone, uh, either with Facebook, or I think you are working also some augmented reality uh, solutions. So what we need is that uh, to find a way how either with the uh, smartphones or with smart glasses, we can pick up the codes from the packaging and animate the whole world, animate packaging and, uh, and animate uh, all around, mix uh, reality with, uh, with the augmented reality. So that's also one area what we are closely watching. So make kind of digital packaging in a sense that, uh, we, that the uh, actual reality will be there but we depict up codes uh, that are going to load some um, virtual content as well, or augmented reality content as well, uh, digital content onto the real world. That is also uh, the digital packaging. So that will only uh, be alive in the digital world, not in the real world, but through some devices, it will be nicely mixed together. So that is going to bring a total new consumer experience. Def definitely, definitely. And you know, augmented reality is massively um, entering now a lot of the different projects that we're creating. Um, but I think, again, important to go to, to Chloe's point as well. There's lots and lots of different things that we can do in augmented reality. And I love the fact that, you know, one of the things you were thinking was a, a TV screen on the side of the carton. I mean, essentially, that's what we're able to do now um, and be able to show 
uh, even down to the orchard perhaps that that apple was picked from. So that kind of has become a reality, not so much that it's stuck to the side of the pack, but being able to kind of see into um, a digital screen and, and, and be able to connect those two things, the physical um, and the virtual world. Yet, um, again, going back to Chloe's point, not just kind of grabbing something and going, oh, we've heard of AR, we must do AR or whatever, but being able to actually have a story behind it um, and match the objectives to what you actually need. Is it about uh, customer um, understanding and preference? Is it about education? Is it about um, being able just to launch a, a quiz or a competition in an easy way that we're going to be able to collect good data? Or is it something around sustainability? Or is it around track and trace? And does AR therefore make part of it? But yeah, absolutely, there's so much there. We've, we've basically come to the end uh, of, the, of the conversation of our time slot, but I just want to ask all of you, if there's one thing that you'd like the audience to take away from this session, what's your kind of one uh, leaving sentence, I should say? Um, I'm quite happy for anyone to, to jump in if anyone's got that immediately. Go on, I've usually got something to say, haven't I? Um, I guess the one, the one key thing is, um, Education is key, um, and and also thinking innovatively. If, as service providers, you know whatever we're doing, whatever part we play, we've all got to think innovatively. And actually, all bets are off because you can do anything you like. So we need to think of packaging more as a tactical marketing tool. There you go. Nice. I completely agree with you, but I think it's not only a marketing tool; it's it's just a tool. We, we need to use it as a tool to enter any challenges that we might have today that could be, um, as we mentioned, on, also on the production side, on the supply chain side. So I think this is really uh, the keyword. Let's see how Connected Pack today can help us answer the challenges that we have on the market. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, then um, there are two aspects. One is the interesting thing. We see the uh, augmented reality is going to be a really interesting thing. On the profitable side, uh, we are seeing uh, the backward integration from Internet of Things to the industrial Internet of Things or IIoT. That is the real big profitable opportunity, and that's where a lot of money can be made in the coming years. Totally agree. So much to happen, so much coming down the line, but a lot of education, a lot of uh, alignment, a lot of adaptation and a lot of creative thinking. Thank you so much. Thank you, Matt Ward from Transcend, Chloe Morell from Tetra Pak and Gabor Vass from Ghost Draw. Thank you so much for your insights. I think it's been a fantastic panel. It's been really nice having you. Thank you, Jenny, for the nice Thank conversation. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Do stay tuned, everyone. In a few uh, minutes, around eight minutes, I think it is now, um, we will be back. We will be looking at more recycled plastic, less ocean waste. So again, of course, continuing with our theme of sustainability. I will be joined here on my virtual stage by Carmen Barrera-Perez, who is Acceleration Manager for Europe at AB and Bev, and also by Julie Debrika, who is Key Account Manager at Beverage Benelux at Schloler Alibert. So do please stay tuned and we'll be back in six minutes. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.